Welcome to another episode of Jengana Podcast. This is our episode number nine. And today I'm with my colleagues, Victor and Carol. And welcome. And we hope you subscribe and you log in to www.acute.co.ke for more other podcasts. Thank you very much. This production is done by Acute Media. Uh, Carol, Victor, anyone to go first? Intro, production, and greetings to obvious mm-hmm. and our listeners. It is nice to be here with you again, Steve. Yes. Um, really looking forward to the subject today. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's been a minute since we did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's see how it goes. As today's podcast we start on a on a note where there's been a lot going on in the current world. We start with our education because uh, we have mis- mixed opinions about what uh, said about our education due to the coronavirus. Uh, the year was pushed to the year 2021, and all matters education this year was rendered null and void. And everyone has to repeat the year. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like we've lost after, let's say, after waiting, long discussions, they had to go for seminars, get these allowances. Mm. Then the solution was that they, they close schools up to next year. Wouldn't that be done earlier and easier? But... What I think, uh, it wasn't an easy decision to make. And they couldn't just wake up and say that, okay, now we are now we are closing now we are closing schools without making the proper considerations. So of course they still had to meet, they still had to ask themselves the question very objectively that should we open, is it possible for us to to make sure that we control the spread and make sure people are learning in an environment where it doesn't, uh, you know, promote the the spread and uh, increase risk of of students and and their relatives. So I I won't blame them for taking time to make the decision. As to the effects, I mean, if if everyone is uh, taking that one year break. Yes. Um, well, first break rather to next year, then I don't think anyone is really at a disadvantage. The only issue is, I guess, the lost time. But you know, what is one year compared to someone's life, right? So, so what if so I support in short, I think what the decision they came to is the correct one. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a post I saw actually that um, <laughs> if they can't control lice, <laughs> how can they control? COVID in schools. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I tend to concur with Victor. We're all dealing with a situation that we've never been in before. So when Corona started off, we all felt like, hey, two weeks after this, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. But it's taken so long. It's okay. Even, even at the point we are at now, we don't know what the end goal is. We don't know if next year, January, all will be well. Mm. <laughs> so it's basically us, even them, the leaders, Dealing with the situation a day at a time, we can't we can't fault them for deciding one moment they're deciding in September, the other moment it's January. 
nobody really knows what's going on. And did, didn't you feel like somebody needs to resign over that decision? Actually, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, there's, there's a point. There's because, a point. Uh-huh. Because you feel like you have the mandate to 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 change how people... You see, COVID changed everything. Yeah. It changed how we used our public transport. Yes. But when it came to education, it stopped. And they didn't have a solution for it. Yeah. And he didn't... Mm. They didn't want to think of a solution. Because <laughs> mm. the solution of closing schools up mm. to next year, mm. that is a solution anyone. Even people who read... <laughs> people in Baraza of... This Baraza, small uh. political Barazas... That's a solution they can come up with very fast. <laughs> very well, fast. Steve, I don't know. There's a point I felt like our leaders were just giving us information just to remain relevant. Day one, they're like, oh, we're going to do online classes. The second day, they're like, um, today we decided to do this and this. this. It felt like they were just maintaining their relevance. But uh, after some time and after thinking it through, it's a hard task to decide the fate of millions of children and uh, there's no good decision. If you decide people go back to school, children might die, right? If you decide you don't go back to school, you're losing on education. So I think it's a gamble of choosing which is weightier. Is it the life or the education? Uh, and I personally feel like it made see, sense. It makes you, sense. Yeah. I'd rather you, you've reasoned very well. You're not being paid. Allowances. And you've not even gone to benchmark in other yeah. countries. I'm sure before they made the decision, <laughs> yeah. a minister of education, you have to call your colleagues in the UK, Commonwealth, Ministerial, blah, 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 mm. and ask him, eh, what are you doing in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Or yes, just watch CNN. <laughs> do that, then mm. a resignation. Get somebody who can come up with a plan. Wait, but use Steve, our resources. Just to understand, are you saying? That if they did benchmarking, they would have found a solution that makes sure people still continue learning. Maybe they would have promoted people to the next year. And what happens to all the information that you didn't learn for the how many? Find months? a way like of that. making an extra. If if your textbook ends with forty pages, yeah. that's not sixty. <laughs> sixty no. pages. Steve, still let me let me add bring a few this up because of <laughs> Corona uh-huh. and it's twenty twenty one. People will go to school mm. Monday to Saturday. Yeah, okay, that's a solution. You, you know, you know these decisions are not made by one person, right? We have they three people re- who yeah. cannot agree. Mm. No, imagine a panel of fourteen people with the lives of millions of children at hand. Mm having to come up with the right decision. And whatever decision they make, they'll have 50,000 people like Steve who don't agree, mm. 50,000 people like Victor who agree. It's, it's, I don't know, leadership is hard. It's hard. You have to look you, at the, what, what benefits the most people. You have to act like a god to be mm. able to come up and decide, this is what you've decided and it's final. Because mm. if you have room for discussion, never mm. have a solution. Okay, on, on a final note on, on this matter, Yes. I, I have a question for yes. you, Steve. Yes. Okay, so suppose, um, say we were at war. Don't look at it like COVID, a disease. If it was something like uh, like a war, and you know, those fighting, and you know, those killings in the street, obviously things stop, right? And people are not going to school, people are not going out to market. So do you think, even if it was you, and you're not in the army and there's fighting going on, would you take your kids out to go at to look for other kids to start learning in school when so much danger is out there. 
or would you be happy to say, you know what, we'll just stay in our bunkers here, mm-hmm. let the war, you know, let it and settle itself out, and then now we'll go back out when it's safe. You should look at it like that. Don't look at it. You know, we look at COVID like this because it's not very, it doesn't appear severe because, you know, if it doesn't affect you directly, you don't. People only uh, respond I, to what I, they feel. I agree, but mm. I feel also that you're saying it. We've reduced the value of our education mm. to a point where COVID comes before education. Mm. A war can come before education. It's not COVID, it's even, life. Even life can come before it. But yeah, your point well, education is this thing that <laughs> can transform you from your poverty to your riches. But you see, Steve, if it, you're is there, a, it is the factor. That's what they say. Mm. It is something that changes your it's life. Just one year it's true, Steve. But you have to be alive for education it, to have an impact. Does, on it, your, does it change people's lives? It does, but COVID kills. But if no. you're dead, oh. you, no life is there to be changed. You have to factor that. So L- like life has to put, be more important put, than everything you've else. You put importance on education. Yeah, but it's no more important than life. That is why now you have this kind, this kind of leaders mm. that don't are not. They don't. They don't seem to have read even the newspaper <laughs> in the morning. You have like leaders who are. They're not idiots. But they don't. <laughs> Careful what you say. They are, they are like celebrities. Yeah. They don't read. You ask ask your leader when when is the last time he read any book. There is a leader. Let's say this is even it's written. Yeah? His president said he does not read books. Not our president. <laughs> he said he does not read books. These are the kind of leaders we have where they go even further ahead to fake degrees, to fake mm. masters. Yeah. Mm. You find there's even a, gubern- a gubernatorial, is gubernatorial debate. <laughs> yes. Where Miguna mm. Miguna was asking one of the candidates, mm. you said you did a masters. Yeah, what was your thesis <laughs> The response was, I've done many theses. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, tell us the title of your thesis. <laughs> Why? We remember, we remember. You see, now you're making mm. education not seem very much important. Uh-huh. And that is the problem. Yeah. Can I if ask you a question? If you bigger picture, when you, just, when you just throw aside education, like it doesn't matter, mm. mm-hmm. you say, okay, we push it to next year, we'll pay teachers. You see, it doesn't matter. But education is everything. It has been everything. It's only that we've had so many leaders. If they produce their papers here, some of them even the universities that do not exist, <laughs> PhDs that are not even in line to whatever you're doing. So, um, I'm trying to understand where you're coming from. So, what do you feel would have been the most appropriate way to deal with this? First, I, first, I feel the decision was in a rush. You, you made so many conclusions very fast. Mm-hmm. Let those who can use the internet. Advance. That and is what one happens plan. to the people who can. They yeah. can stay the whole year. The bigger Those percentage of Kenya cannot. The bigger percentage will stay the whole year. The others will proceed, but they'll make an effort. That is what life is about. But, but if you do not give a people an environment to make an effort, you just tell them, okay, all of you go home. It doesn't work. This is education. Mm. This is something that education is more important even than. I think education is number one and health. Mm. If you're healthy and educated, mm. you go far. 
<laughs> you go far. Well, that is supposed to be the plan. <laughs> yes. So somebody needs to resign. You go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, I'm I, convinced I, you. I have an <laughs> no, issue no. still on COVID, not on education though. I felt when quarantine started, it was supposed to be three months in-house. So the government comes up with measures that when we are back to doing our normal things, they have more measures to deal with COVID. Mm. But now three months down the line, mm. <laughs> it's like nothing. we are back, yes. Mm. But it's like we just... Back where we started, mm. there are no more ICUs, no more hospitals. Like, nothing has changed other than time. Mm. Nothing has changed other than we are more relaxed about corona now. Mm. Nothing has changed more mm. than people have lost their jobs. Like, nothing is on the positive. Accountability. Because they're saying donations. Yeah. So remember, the, even this, our professional bodies came up and said, we have solutions that mm -hmm. can reduce yeah. SEO, yeah. isolation centers yeah. of this type, magnitude. Mm. There are even webinars on these discussions. Mm -hmm. Those were the first months. Mm -hmm. What happened? As Jangana, we are asking, what happened? What happened to these solutions? Mm -hmm. The solutions were there, but what happened to them? We got used to the pandemic. I think we we are we are a, a mm -hmm. country that easily gets comfortable. <laughs> uh, we we go with the headlines, and we also have to blame our leaders because they don't put effort in things that confuse them. Things that are very hard, like Corona and all these things, they are very hard. These are scientific things, mm -hmm. viruses. If you've never taken an interest into biology, Corona is. Let, let, let the Ministry of Health mm. talk about it. Mm. If you are my MCA, you've never taken an interest about even washing hands, mm. diarrhea, simple stuff, yeah. long time before corona, mm. a simple flu. Mm. Yeah. If you're a leader and you cannot treat your own flu with just uh, the basic flu, you yeah. cannot treat yourself with it, so you have no to go problem. to the hospital. Mm. Then there's a problem with you, with so it, leadership. It means... Yes, where I agree with you, Steve, is that there was a problem long before COVID yeah. in terms of infrastructure of the education system, of the health system. I don't think it's just Kenya. I think world over many countries are realizing that they were actually, <laughs> they had a lot <laughs> of <laughs> problems. Yeah. It's just that <laughs> this thing has come and it has like unfolded all these issues and, and now people are trying them. to react. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So there, there I agree with you that... Um, at least it's forcing the leaders now to try and uh, step up. I don't know if it's going to work, eh? <laughs> if it's going to make create an improvement in, you know, also, in how they operate, but you know, we'll just wait and see. All right. It, yeah. But that's the solution they offered, so we hope it will work. Mm. And about yeah. maybe another social issue before we proceed to projects. Mm -hmm. Something that also comes up with the education is the early teenage pregnancies. It is surprising how there's been an upsurge number of <coughs> teen pregnancies, uh, especially those who are, who are going to school at this period. Mm. There's been an increase in the number of teen pregnancies. This has been linked to also human trafficking. Kenya has been, even on the... There's a UN report that said Kenya mm. is is marked as one of the countries with the highest number of human trafficking oh. of underage girls. Mm. 
it was sad it, story. Yeah. It is it is very it is very it's it, these are it's things that are happening and we are wondering why why are young young ladies mm. young girls in their teens getting pregnant? Mm. Why is it so? Maybe Carol loves <laughs> us later, <laughs> but for me, my opinion is mm. we cannot blame the, the young teenage, young teenage mothers. Once you become a mother, it's something that people should be praising you about. <laughs> for me, it doesn't matter the age. Mm. So we should be, <laughs> so should be, be happy. happy. No, <laughs> once it has happened, <laughs> like, like now it has happened. Yeah, yeah. Yes, babies. once it has happened, I agree with you. Once we should not shame them. Yeah, yeah. should not shame. Yeah, you can shame mm. the girls, mothers. But, but you should stop it from happening. But you should all agree future. that it's it's an issue. Mm. As long as you're be- below eighteen years old. You and it's an right. issue because we've made it an issue. No, no, no. Steve, because you made, made 18, the age where you get pregnant. No, Steve, it's an issue because these people are young. They are not, they, they are not to, people to who, who understand motherhood. Yeah. But they can have babies. But <laughs> so okay. it's the now circumstances that led to having the baby mm. that we, uh, we worry about. Mm. Was it consensual? Mm. Was it... You're not speaking of coerced. Mm. You know, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to understand. You know, yeah, still when you there's even a case of a 13 year old and an 11 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Triplets. Mm. <laughs> but what is happening? You know, these are oh, young sorry, children yeah. having babies. Mm. It it should be a bother that my little sister, who is 13, has a child. <laughs> I, I mean, I should. You should ask yourself what. Wh- where did we fail? Such kids are already so so exposed to sex, maybe consensually or not, that they're having kids. Because basically when you get a baby at 13, your life changes. At 13, you're supposed to be running all over, riding bikes, climbing mango trees, you know, doing baby things, mm. child things. You're not supposed to be raising another child. So, Just so tell Steve, me. No, let, let, let me explain. Mm. So, <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a challenge here. Yeah. You see, yes, women, they, they mature biologically by the time they're 12, 13, boys maybe a little later. So the challenge that we have in our society is that people mature biologically faster than they do um, societally, you see. And psychologically. And psychologically. Because someone is ready to make decisions. It has been looked at. The reason why 18 has been picked at the age is that in general, like your mind or rather your decision-making um, capacity, it starts to be well-developed when you turn 18. It's really between the range of 16 to 21. But now 18 has been picked and that is what we're using as the standard, right? So yes, people might appear physically that they are ready to have children, but in life, you know, they are, they are really not. Yeah. So so, so, so what I'm saying, a, what yeah. I'm saying is that it's just something we have to contend with. That yes, they might be biologically ready, but they still need to go through a bit more growing up mentally in order to be able to be parents. You know? So you say people mm. who are mm. mentally unstable. No. They're not <laughs> not children. Mm, they're just no, not no, no. psychologically ready and ready in this society. You see, our bodies that we have now are the same bodies that were there 2,000, like the people who were there 2,000 years ago or even before that, 
they had this same biological makeup that you have now. But the society then was different. There, as long as you could hunt and you could pick fruits, you're fit to be a parent. But things are not the same now. So he, now you need to be a little bit more mentally prepared to start having kids. So you might get there, you get you, you start getting your periods and now you're ready to be a mother biologically, but you, your mind still needs to grow before you get to that point where now you can have children. And and the other reason why it's a matter of concern is what happens to the future of this 12-year-old who has a one-year-old. Their life will not be the same. When I was 12, I was in boarding school, and I don't yeah. feel like I could handle myself as a person. Now bring a baby to, <laughs> to mm. my life. No, it doesn't add up what happens to this girl's life. But no, her focus will be... No, no, let me finish. Her focus will be on the baby. Well, what happens to the aspirations of this young girl who could have turned into something else. If we had prevented that, maybe this young girl could have become a doctor, but now all she is is a mother. So, uh, first of all, <laughs> no, me, me, I'm just saying the reason. Advocate. No, no. Mm. I even told me, I'm just that to, to yeah. understand his, <laughs> his point Steve of okay with babies <laughs> having babies. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> there is nature. Mm. Yeah. The laws of nature. Mm. You see, all along, ma- human beings have tried to to mess with the laws of nature. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've tried to make GMOs. Mm. We've tried to crossbreed this and this. Mm. We've tried to prolong life. Yeah. Those, but the law of nature still stands. It always prevails. When you are mm. this age, mm. you start having this, mm. and you're and you can have a child. Mm. As a well, guy, when you're this age, mm. you know you can become a father. Mm. That is the law of nature. But, but the <laughs> law of man, mm. the laws, these laws that people thought of. who did not go to school, <laughs> some of them are coming to legislate mm. on. Yeah? Uh, the law says mm. by 18, mm. you should be a parent. Mm. You should only be a parent after 18. Yeah. You know, that can and so, should are different. So mm. me, me, I've seen the reason. The reason mm. is because mm. the law is that mm. at 18 years old, you can be a parent. Mm. So let's say this, these ones who have not attained the age, mm. they've broken the law. Mm. But we don't shape them. Yeah. But there's no reason why they should you have cannot have a baby mm. at the age when biologically it is right. There's no reason. There's that a reason. Better. There's a reason, Steve. Which is okay, reason. okay. You you look at it. Like we are this. concerned you, when about you are, the well-being of the girl. The society is concerned right now. When you are th- society, when you are thirteen, this society of ours, mm. <laughs> the one that has scrapped a whole education here, <laughs> this society. Mm. Uh, when you are thirteen, do you think you are ready to to have be a, a kid? father? <laughs> Biologically, I was ready. Yes, but does it mean that you you, you would be okay? You should be a father when you get thirteen. Does it mm. mean that now, Steve, you're thirteen? Mm. Please bring us a baby. Mm. You know, there's you can't get a baby, mm. but you shouldn't. Exactly. Because if you do, it stops other things from happening. Because mm. if you do, you change the direction of your life into something else. Indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. And you can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, a 13 year old who has yeah. the mental capacity to be mm. a mother. I don't know. Biologically, she Like 13 year olds mm. are messing it up. Okay. Do you believe in the Bible? Oh. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a religious you person. Christian? I'm a Christian. So, I believe in the Bible. So, in, in the Garden of Eden, when yes. Adam was put there, he was told, okay, now I give you this land and all these animals to take care of them. 
you are their master. So, in the same way, now where we are here, we are supposed to be in charge of nature and not really control it, but mold it. We are supposed to be the ones guiding it. So, it shouldn't be the one guiding us. We are the ones who are supposed to be guiding what is around us. So, just because at now you're biologically ready to have a child doesn't mean necessarily you should do it. We have the mind. You see what we have as the mind is what makes us, what mm -hmm. gives us our likeness to God. And that's what gives us the control that we need to say, okay, we can't, as much as we can have children now, we should maybe delay it for, for the future. Yeah, that's... Okay. I agree with yes. you. I do not want to disagree with you at yeah. the point of religion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I Christian, knew that's but... Yes. I believe in the Bible, mm. but preaching, mm. whatever you've done, you've just preached. <laughs> <laughs> preaching is your understanding. Mm. Yeah. The laws of nature are clear. Mm. You preach to me, mm. at that age, mm. you can have a baby. But apart from that, we can put this, this to the next. Now there is mm. now the big bombshell that came after that, mm. the reproductive health bill. Mm. Yeah, we've heard of it. Yeah. It's been pushed to to parliament, yeah. and it one of the clauses says I think about abortion. Yeah, the other one says about surrogacy. Mm. The other one says about just first of all, it's called the reproduction bill. Mm. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about having a bill that talks about your reproduction? How do you feel like when the government comes and tells you, huh? mm. you, Mister, Mrs. This is how you should do reproductive voice. Well, how I do you feel about it? I personally feel like haven't read it, it. So, but there's a mm. bill there that mm. is coming to tell you how mm. you should lose your organs and your reproductive ways. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like now it is becoming serious issues when you come into the bedroom and into my <laughs> private place? I how have do you a feel? question. How do you feel like this law is? Is it coming so much into your privacy or? You know, there's telling you what to do. There's giving guidelines. Okay, abortion is a big issue. Most countries are not for it. Other countries are for it. And I don't think I'm in any position to speak about that. So the, it, just, it just trickles down. It just trickles down to what the bill proposes. So I, I don't know. I haven't read it. I can't. But I, how also if I had read, read that clause and uh, see what they actually what say. What I would say, okay, the law in general is supposed to be there to guide yeah. how we interact with, with other people. So you might think that just because it's my body, I can do anything I want. But the truth is, the decisions you make with your body affect the people around you, affect the government. And that's why they <laughs> are... It's the, truth. <laughs> it's the truth. It affects the well-being of, of the entire population and always laws are there to protect the entire population over the individual so even when it comes to abortion i can't say what is right and what is wrong um you know everyone has their own morals but they came up with a decision they looked i guess they looked at our society and they looked at what is already happening and they thought it best to have these guidelines that that help us um navigate some of these issues so I, for abortion, it says that, um, you know, if a health professional deems it fit mm -hmm. that um, or has the opinion that a woman's life is in danger, 
then they can you know they can advise for abortion so i think they're looking at it mainly purely as 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 a health thing they're not looking at it in the moral angle because moral you, you see that's different that's not black and white but health is black and white life and death of a living person is is black and white okay. so so, so mm. i have understood both of you clearly mm. Wait, i have a point uh, though mm. before you also you're going to answer you're you're giving me a point just okay, okay. first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you feel about a law that talks about reproduction how do you feel about it is it one step too much or is it okay for how do you just feel without even reading yeah. there's a law that talks about how you're supposed to use your organs if it was going like that instead of reproductive da, da, da. Mm. a law of how to use your organs how do you like feel it doesn't sit well with me it doesn't sit well and you victor it's necessary all laws how in do you just feel no no um, it's not being a law <laughs> a law that talks about your, yeah. do you want to be told this is what mm. you can do and this mm. is what you cannot do about your organs yours you know you've taken care of all this time yes can i give okay, a reason okay. why <laughs> no carol made a point first then okay. he come to yours okay so i've said okay. yes the reason why it doesn't sit well with me mm. i don't think i'll be comfortable with somebody telling me what to do and what not to do with what i feel is right with my life i am neither pro or against say abortion but you never know why somebody does or does not do whatever they do you get people, people may say it's selfish others you know it it all, it all comes down to the person don't take that freedom of choice from the person don't yes. make them feel like they can't decide choice. for themselves mm. today <laughs> now you coming you coming closer <laughs> You know he's no, going no, to trap you. Carol is right. I've seen where he's going with that. So, freedom of choice is good. And I completely support freedom of choice. Except when it infringes someone else's freedom of choice. Yeah. Or when you're not in the right capacity to make a good choice. If someone is, you know, if a woman is drunk and then you know you take them to to your room and then you know you force yourself on them in a way they were free to drink right yeah and in a way maybe they didn't stop you when you're doing what you're doing but would you say that would you say that they exercised freedom of choice no because they didn't make the choice consciously so same way no, when a child the other person did not also make the choice consciously yes yeah, you have to saying. both be Yeah. Exactly. So now that that brings me to my point that um you shouldn't just say that people should do whatever they want with their bodies because there are there are rules around it. There are rules around it. So who can control <laughs> yeah. what is right and what is See that's why we have that's why we have members of parliament. <laughs> These people no. don't Wait. know why anything. Does, where does a 60 year old man know what is best for me? Because you yes. elected him. Carol, let me tell you one yes. thing. Yes. No, now Carol is coming closer. If I was feeling like you know he got a sensitive tongue dark place. I felt like I was coming from a very dark place, <laughs> but me I'm, I'm I I believe I'm an enlightened person. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so, you're a grown up. No, yes. I don't like this conversation. As a grown up. Let's get back to construction. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just a few. Before we finish, mm. you're a grown up. Mm. Why should somebody not tell you 
Why should a grown-up not be able to make a decision? Once you're past that age, mm. yeah, you can make your own decisions. Yeah, true. Mm. That is one. Mm. The second thing is, you believe there's good and you believe this one. This one is a this is a philosophical story. I'm sure all of you know. You believe there's good. You believe there's evil. Yes. You believe. Yes. And there is a person. Mm. Who does not believe there's good and evil? Yes. You know why? Because mm. let's say you believe there's good and evil based on, let's say, whatever you religion has taught you. Mm. It has taught you this is good, A, B, C, D. Mm. Evil is when you steal, when you, mm. when you drink, when you... That is evil to you. Yes. There's a person mm. who does not share the same religion with you. Mm. True. The person is entitled to say, Everything I do mm. is good. Mm. There will be something to say about so that. Wha- so what? What is your point? point? <laughs> so my point is. Mm. You've stated facts. Yeah, so my point, point is mm. when when you look at this, let's say the reproductive health, mm. then you say this abortion is good. Da, 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 mm. This is abortion is bad. Da, mm. Da, da, mm. Based on what? Then when you get to based on what, mm. then you know mm. all these things they are bringing. Mm. It is a, it's something. It is not fact. It's not facts. It's I agree not with fact. you. It's not black and white. But, and what. but that's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm telling you, Steve. Because we live in a society where there are many people and you're always interacting. Even now we're interacting all of us together here. So we have to have like a common set of rules that govern how we interact. What stops me now from coming here and you know taking your phone and stealing your shit you know what stops me from doing that if i feel like okay me i'm hungry and i want i want to sell steve's glasses today and then i take them from you no you see to <laughs> me it's right yeah because i'm hungry i'm right but now you see if everyone behaves like that what kind of society are you going to are you going to have you see that's why when people came together and they said okay now we must have people who speak for us you know we must have people who represent our views we must have people who take all of our our views and come up with this list, and we all have to follow it, and we all agree. And that's what it means to have like a democracy, you see. Victor? Yes. Um, I tend to be of the school of thought that my my right, okay, or rather, your right stops Mm -hmm. where mine starts, right? Mm -hmm. So laws that govern how we interact with each other Mm. are okay. Mm-hmm. But those that come to govern how I interact with myself, with your body. that's mm. no. Like, as long as mm. whatever you do does not, if you drink, it's like saying drinking yourself to death is illegal. Is it right? No. Is it illegal? No. You get because that But is suicide is illegal. <laughs> because you're a property illegal. of the state. Did you know that? Yeah. Suicide, yes. Yes, you're Intended, a property of the state. Okay, here's the thing. Mm. <laughs> Planned suicide is uh, illegal. Yes. But if you drink and accidentally die, yes, that's it's not, not illegal. That's true. So as long as the laws, uh, rather, as long as the laws govern how we interact with, between each other, mm. that is okay. Mm. But if they come to try govern how you live, mm. it's the same way it's telling Indians not, oh, sorry, it's the same way it's telling Indians not to worship certain animals. Mm. You know, it yeah. comes down to govern how you believe in things. Mm. Those are not laws. That is mm. control now. I, I think we've come to the conclusion of our s- social Very topics today. <laughs> we've, we've realized that social topics are very hard to 
Amen. to come by. But it's good. <laughs> Conclusion wise, go outside there. Tell people. Convince us why you want to to take that next step into governing a person. Yeah. You know, those are personal laws. This is not like matatu law and all these mm-hmm. laws. Whatever is your issue, come, let's talk. Mm. But they won't do that. So the, the, report, <laughs> the report I was reading was this. It said that children are also exploited in sex trafficking by people working in Mira cultivation areas and near gold mines in western Kenya, truck drivers on highways, and fishermen on Lake Victoria. This was on Business Daily. Mm-hmm. The Trafficking in Persons Report 2020 report says traffickers exploit domestic and foreign victims in Kenya and exploit victims. That was very shocking. For me, I think... I uh, didn't know it was a big issue in, in Kenya. I'm actually also surprised to hear the news. Yeah. Mm. So we go to projects. Any interesting projects we have that have happened? There is a Gulana Kulalu irrigation project. Uh, it is 85% to completion. But they mm. want to... You know, the, the interesting thing is this Gulana Kulalu is in Kilifi County. It's a big... I believe it's a big piece of it's acres and acres of land. Personally, I've not been to Gala. Have you been there? No. Have I you been there? I haven't been to Kilifi. Have you been to Kilifi? No. Kilifi? Even me, I haven't been to Kilifi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> the project is in Kilifi. I think in, in coastal area, maybe coast. Uh, oh, coastal area, Mombasa, yeah? Mm. Mombasa yeah. Familiar. yeah, Mombasa, we are familiar. Yeah. The family is Mombasa. <laughs> <Yes>. Everyone is. Mtuapa. Everyone is Mtuapa. Gomora. Malindi. Malindi is in Kilifi. Yeah, everyone is in Kilifi. Malindi is in Kilifi. I've been to Malindi. Well, Malindi is the fun bit of Kilifi. It's in Kilifi County. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Now we should talk about counties. <laughs> so How many Galana. counties have you visited? Mm-hmm. Not 47, definitely. Yeah, of course. Maybe 10. I don't think I've gotten to 10. Really? <laughs> I don't uh, I from Nairobi, yeah. at least I've done 10. <laughs> no, no. Because if you've traveled to the westernmost and Kajiado. you've traveled to coast, you've done 10. Nakuru. Well, I haven't traveled to the westernmost. Ah, okay. So <laughs> there are so many counties that you haven't been to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's Galana Kulalu. They've done the project and the government is seeking 600 million from the government to complete it. So they are hoping after completion they want to privatize now the the running of the irrigation scheme. The irrigation scheme. Yeah. So for me it's a good step when government becomes smaller. You know when government is in control of so much mm. it's a room open for Corruption. Yes. So private mm. companies, mm. me anything. Small government is for me. Mm. Me, I even prefer you just have like ministry. Then all these are just corporations. From uh, there, mm. it's better. There's it's better control good. when when it's you a private. Evolve. Yeah. But when mm. it's run government, so many funds will disappear and all that. That is one project that I saw. Mm. So it was and an it'll really wake up scheme. to live here. Yeah, yeah. Cliff is the it's still the county with water issue. So it's very dry, yes. The other, yeah. They have a project that has been yeah. on hold for tapped water. 
for the longest time. Yeah, the problem is, I think, those management, but they have Tana River. Tana River is no, one of the biggest rivers. That's why there's Galanakulalu. Uh-huh. It is being sourced by Tana River. Uh-huh. Tana River is it's a big river. I'm sure you're familiar. We've, 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 we've not read about it. Yeah. Then there's a post where they were, they were praising the alphabet loon, which is a balloon used to give internet to remote regions in Kenya. So my question is... Have you mean you Google? Google Balloon? Yeah, Google. Oh. Alphabet is their, I think, their oh, parent, the parent company. company yeah. Yeah. Have you used this balloon before? No, I keep seeing this Have you tried to use this Wi-Fi, but I've never free tried internet. Yeah. Free internet. Which one? Is this the stay home thing? Alpha Loon. Loon. No, I haven't. Oh, no, I haven't. It's the it. first time I'm hearing of it. Imagine, and When do you <laughs> connect it from? <laughs> you know, the New York, New York Post, eh? Mm. In Where do you connect from? Like here in Nairobi? You connect in remote regions. Oh, ah, okay. So as we are not in remote <laughs> That's why we don't know. It's <laughs> called what? Alpha Loon. Alphabet Loon Balloon. It's not the one that drops. And, and this one is one yeah. which is linked to the Electricana Wind Power Project. You mm. remember Electricana Wind Power Project? It mm. wanted some the shareholders, mm. people to bring money. Yeah. And it had convinced Google to invest in the project. Yeah. Then electric current project has a lot of issues. Mm. Google Google thought twice and it's it's linked to this. Mm. It's just another controversial thing there going on. I I I can only speak out of facts. <laughs> so there was that then there is a expressway. It's so actually, wait a minute, it's actually a balloon. It's a balloon. It's a satellite. It's a satellite. Well, it mm. looks like a balloon. It looks yeah, well, like a big plastic It bag. does. It is carried by an actual... Have you ever used it? Victor, you are the one the pro, pro everything. <laughs> everything that it. drops in the headline <laughs> is correct. <laughs> <laughs> have you used that with a balloon? No, me, I'm Use it then, you tell us it's real. Guy, <laughs> I it. don't know. Me, I haven't used it. Uh, so there is... Uh, the, uh, there are... There is... There is uh, I was in the Nairobi Expressway. So there's this expressway they want to they want to build. The the big road that will just cross oh, through like, CBD. Uh, the one going to JKA. Yes, and that road mm. will solve a lot of things. Mm. It will reduce traffic, it mm. will reduce shipment of goods to the border, mm. it will uh, it will solve a lot of things that we have been having mm. apparently. <laughs> I like so, the apparently. apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the road was to solve everything too. This one is even called Expressway. Uh-huh. It's a big name. <laughs> they did have just called it an Nairobi overpass highway. <laughs> <laughs> expressway. Mm. Then they give you say Expressway. Mm. Go outside there, tell somebody there's an Expressway. So it's say it's a big project. Mm. It will solve those things. So and it will cost us. So it's from Lolong. Billions. How, how far on the western end is it is it like to Ayaki way or it's supposed to I think it will cross somewhere where well, the funds where the funds will land. Oh. So <laughs> the point it's is it will not money. it will not reach mm. the the needed part like it yeah. will not reach Kampala. Yeah. You see when it reaches Kampala it's an expressway. Yeah. But when it's just a few kilometers yeah, it, it is just something that well. will be monumental. So they said that now the guys of environment who are, who've gotten a stop order, they wanted a stop order mm. to stop the, the expressway bridge. because mm. the, 
the thing is interfering with the environment. Mm-hmm. I don't know which environment is this. Mm-hmm. So this environment that is here on this, on the air, between the two distance, <laughs> it's being interfered with. <laughs> <laughs> so there is two teams. This is government stuff. So there is Nairobi Environmental, ah, National Nemo. Environmental Tribunal. Oh. And there is Na- yeah. National mm-hmm. Environmental Management, Management Authority. Nemo. Yeah. Which one are you familiar with? Nema. Nema. I've never heard of the other yeah. tribunal. Even me, I've never heard of it, but it's there. <laughs> so they've gone to court and they are trying to. But for me, me, I believe if the SGR passed through the national park, mm-hmm. hey, what yeah. can stop no. a, a road passing above another road? <laughs> through the air. But Steve, do you feel? Like our our leadership just ran with the next exciting project. Like there's somebody who is busy pitching projects to the government. Then they pick one. This sounds interesting. Let's do this. I don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind that. In fact, (laughs) if I was in a position of leadership, like a governor or a president, every Friday, the person with the best idea. I, I buy them drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday, you get a hundred people, they come to your office with the ideas. The most ex- yes, the best pitch. You just make like a pitch Friday. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you, in one yes, month, so you'll get at least one good idea that you can implement. Now, let me ask. Okay, that is a very exciting way to go about it. <laughs> 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 but you think you'd rather have... Mm. Ideas according to priority. No, that mm. was my point. Mm. We are running with a new, most exciting idea. Mm. Well, you're not going with the one that has a bigger priority than the other one. Like it's SGR is fancy and everything, mm. but, but maybe there, there other was problems. something that was more pressing than SGR. Something is always no. more pressing. Something no. <laughs> when you're president, <laughs> you they make the decision. <laughs> yes, you're the one who your manifesto speaks for you. You say, "Me, I want to do X, Y, Z." If someone else wants something else, let them vote for the person. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if. if mm. Is anyone else who always feel like they can talk? Mm. We just hear SGR. I just feel there's like something you have to say about this project. Yeah. There's always something mm. that just makes you wonder why? <laughs> why are you even. We did SGR, okay? It was expensive, it cost us this much. Mm-hmm. Then we've abandoned it. We are going to, to repair an old thing. railway line. <laughs> <laughs> Why should we go cheap? Once <laughs> it's like you're going out with, let's say, when you're mm. taking out a lady out. Mm. When you start with this class of you're buying her mm. what thousand shillings, mm. then you continue a thousand. You start buying her fifty shillings. She wonder mm. what, <laughs> what, what happened. What happened? You just continue with this expensive thing. Pardons us. We just continue with this expensive thing. However much it makes no economic mm. sense because repairing an old, an old railway line, it has no, nobody like to use it because it's not new. That is a point you forgot. But either way, when you start SGR, we can talk the whole day. <laughs> yeah. So there is the Nairobi Metropolitan Services, the new guys in town. So they, 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 they put up a warning telling people we are warning any person apportioning an earned credit on themselves for the <laughs> ongoing NMS Kenya street lighting works <laughs> to desist from doing this as it undermines our work <laughs> and call you to alert us here on such unworthy behavior. So there's this guy who posted, we've repaired installation of street light in Mlangukubwa. Asante sana, honorable, somebody, and somebody, <laughs> they took credit for works they are not doing. 
And I think we thank the Nairobi Metropolitan. For me, I think this is a game changer. It has changed stuff. However yeah, much is just cabro mm. and yeah, it simple simple tools at least yeah. and a lot of walkways. They've put a lot of walkways. Yeah. <laughs> there's somebody who, I think there's somebody who just felt you are not working right in this town. <laughs> <laughs> you need to work <laughs> properly. You need to just have <laughs> walkways. Yeah. You don't need to sit. Walkways. Walkways, walkways, walkways. But it's the truth. You know more, more people walk than drive. Uh, so it yeah, didn't yeah, make yeah, sense yeah. that you have wide roads <laughs> and then walk away and you can't like a dog it's at like the corner. It's like this street, um, the street Mamangina. with Modi's. What do you call that street? Mm-hmm. IMAX. Mamangina Street. Ma- it's the, the person, the person yeah. who designed that street had mm. you and me in mind yes. because you walk so freely. You don't even mm. knock people. Yeah. But other streets, if you're not a car, you're doomed. Yes. Either I think that person or his apprentice <laughs> in Nairobi <laughs> Metropolitan <laughs> Services because yeah. no, they are, they are like really hitting us with these walkways. Do you remember? Ah, I remember. It was one of the town planners and he was saying how mm. he planned it uh, with a common one inch in mind. Yes, because people walk. We are, we are a walking uh, nation. Even people exactly. with cars walk in town yeah. because they don't want to right. travel. Yeah, yeah, you park from Bali and then you walk. You walk. Yeah. Yeah. We believe in an ambitious city mm. where we are thinking of trams and all this. But <laughs> let us think about walkers and see how far we'll be mm. walking. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. At least they're doing something. But then me, how do you like I, headlines? <laughs> 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 what do you mean I like headlines? <laughs> no, but even if maybe if, if I was there, even if it's not the thing I would have done, I appreciate that whoever it is has yeah. run with it and they've decided that I'm doing this. Walkways. Going 100% on the walkways. No. It's like Kidero in the grass. But yes. Yeah, this is another grass. <laughs> yeah, grass. Yeah, as in but he liked you grass. Guys feel yeah. like that governor mm. liked grass. You feel like we. What was wrong with the grass? Mm. He liked grass so much. It's, let me tell you. You can put grass, some flowers, <laughs> some bushes. He was like, just grass. Like grass. <laughs> but you know, these are our obsessions. A good quality of a leader. A good <laughs> quality of a leader is once <laughs> you've made a decision, it doesn't matter what people say. Where <laughs> 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 Like the lions. Exactly. <laughs> That didn't look like lions. I tell you, so <laughs> yeah, you put the lions. People complain you improve. Una letter ingine, una letter ingine. Because that's the only way. Emotional plug. <laughs> if you listen to people too much, you'll never do anything. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> do you guys feel like we've been served terrible leadership for so long that's that you guys yeah. think like what was that? Exciting. Because when, for the longest time, nothing mm. happens. Nothing, mm. nothing mm. except mm. people getting richer. So the moment somebody comes and plants grass, we are excited. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's sad. It's eh? very sad. Mm. However much you're laughing, it's very sad. Yeah. And I think this brings us closer to our topic today. It was, mm. it was about it was something more about status and all these things we see finishes, facades, yeah. and all these things. We call it precious stones. Yeah. And we can start with sculptures. Yeah. There's a lot of sculptures that have been put around, let's say, Nairobi. Yeah. And they have an artifact. Uh, art- architects always want to put some feelings on sculptures and all this. Yeah. Then artists have to put something. Yeah. Then as a common one, you say, ah, we meet under Tomboya's <laughs> Mm. Where he's pointing. Mm. I'm on the other side where he's mm. pointing. I'm mm. on the back. Mm. So these statues they have a meaning. Mm. So there was there was 
my thought process of this came after I read this an article on the newspaper. Mm. It was my own, own lawyer firm, I think, and Jarwala, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So they are speaking about moving the Jomo Kenyatta statue from KCC. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? To? Somebody say mm. they removed the Jomo Kenyatta statue from KCC. To where? No, to, I'm just saying. Did, did they, they give? It? Did they give a reason? Yeah. I'm, I'm just and curious. They just woke up yeah. and well, see, didn't sit well. It yeah. makes you very thinking, like, why? Why should they touch a yes, statue? It's because. But you see, well, mm. what does a statue like Jomo Kenyatta bring to you? <laughs> see, they have meaning, like. To you. To me personally, <laughs> not really, but. Say like the Tomboya one, yes, because you know it's the place where you know if you meet people yeah, in town, people, <laughs> especially maybe we talk about Gorma here. You need a place to converge that, that, yes, that gives you a sense of belonging. <laughs> then you converge that. Yeah, statues have a meaning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, place making is is important. You need things that you know create that sense of. Oh, it's called placemaking. It's placemaking, yeah. So there are many ways to do it. You can use a statue, you can use um, artwork, things that make places stand out so that people are able to orient themselves in, in a landscape. And I think that is also... Mm. Oh, Carol, oh, before you continue, how do you mm. feel about, let's say, you're told they're moving the Jomo Kenyatta statue from KCC. How do you feel about it? Okay, um, I am personally not attached to it being in KCC or something, mm. but I would just want to know, it's been here for long. It hasn't well, been bothering anyone. Mm. Why? Like, the why, like, if you give me a legit reason, I would understand. Mm. But why do you want to move it? Moving looks like it's going to cost us extra cash. I of mean, course. Mm. Of course, there's money. Like, at times, change... It's better not to change things. If Status quo. St- yeah, mm. if it's something is working, don't mm. fix it. Mm. Like if there's no reason. Plus the KCC one, actually, it does have meaning. I mean, <laughs> the first building of Kanu KCC, right there. Who better to place in front of it than the father of the nation, <laughs> Jomo Kenyatta? So if you're moving it, where will you take it? Now? You know, the, the statue was unveiled by Jomo Kenyatta himself. He mm-hmm. unveiled his own statue. Uh, <laughs> <like> <laughs> <narcissist>. <laughs> <laughs> I do not say that the guy who likes the headlights today has, has said something. <laughs> yeah, he's on one very bizarre statue. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. It was it came all the way from I think London. Wow, but it was carved there. It was, it was broad. It was not he carved there. Yeah. It was an important important machinery. Mm. So it was put there. Apart from that, there are many mm. other statues. So mm. may feel like statues also also connect with people. Yeah. Mm. And they're very important. Mm. Coincidentally, in the morning I was watching a video on a guy who makes sculptures. Yeah. Mm. So he uses al- aluminium and welds, big letters like love, and then he'll pl- like a uh, big love with like a, yeah. a really big one and uh. places it in somewhere like a hospital. Mm. So, uh, okay, so different people are saying what what feeling it gives them because mm. the sculpture lights up at night so it's yeah. a it's a lit love so it's like it brings ownership and mm. I don't know all these things hope to people so it has a different impact to different people mm. people might see tomboy and be really happy mm. others might see the statue and be like huh this is where we meet you know mm. different meanings to different people mm. yeah and a sense of ownership yeah so the more the sculptures, the more I don't know. <laughs> pride, <laughs> national pride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep them there. Tomboya. 
you know even the I don't know why you don't have a Jaromogi or Ginga statue in it. <laughs> just curious. Just, just curious. Should be one. Mm. Me yeah. just want a lady one. Just any lady. Yeah. Pick any lady and make us a statue. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay, that no one is there. Lady. There's, there's, there's no, no lady statue. No, yeah, there should be a lady. The one, the one for the urinating boy on the <laughs> Supreme Court. Is that no? There's no, no, one. There's one for statue somewhere. There's one for yeah. urinating boy at the Supreme Court. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> but urinating boy. You know, you understand? Sometimes the guy wanted to remove it. I haven't seen yeah, it. The the court. Inside the Supreme Court. <laughs> That's the other entrance. It's this boy the black one. Yeah, the the black thing, boy who urinates. It's not a <laughs> fountain. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the fountain is it. the urine? So now there is the... Uh, <laughs> The artist will come and tell you why he put a letting yeah, boy. So the foot, <laughs> the foot, the foot. Not a lady. I'm not a lady. Nothing without what you really need. That is not what I was asking for. Mm. No, but for real, there's a Wangarimata statue. I just don't yeah. know it. Is. I don't know. You yeah. want to believe I've there seen, is one. I've Mata seen a picture of a Wangarimata statue. Let's Actually, let's see. Yeah. Maybe you've seen the. Yeah. This is called what the, the one they only put a head. Me, yeah. I just want to see. I don't know how Mama Gina. A headshot. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just no, want the, to see how the head the one they put next to a table. A bust. Oh, the bust. head one. Uh, but I don't think there's a Wangari Mazai statue. Unless in the middle of Karura, a... where nobody can see. Or in a gallery somewhere. <laughs> 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 you no, just there is. Huh? And also, there are no. Nyayo Gardens, Nakuru. Ah, okay. There's Wangari Mazai. It's in Nakuru. A monument or a statue? A statue. A statue of her. Yes. It's a amazing. bronze statue with yes. her of her, yes, with a tree next to her. <laughs> it's right and there. Why did they put it in Woodley? Angaramada is spent all the time in Woodley. Oh, Uru <laughs> Uru yeah, Urupak. But then they should have brought Uru to Urupak. Urupak is like the most Nakuru. common central. Nakuru. But it has too many people. Nakuru. But it's still her landmark. Mm. She's a national. But it's because of her. But then she yeah, should be put there. Of her. But now where will they like where will they move the the stick of Mui now? They don't have to move. They love to be neighbors. They love to cook. Enemies who. Then there is yeah. So there are those sculptures, and I think they have different affinity to. I think they they attract different feelings to people. To different people, yeah. And they have an emotional feeling of some sort. There is a new one, the Freedom Corner one. There's a there's a something amazing there. Yeah. I have seen it. Are they doing one in uh, City it's Park? Weird. City Park, I know there's the like. Then there's, the there's, even a, there's even a famous sculptor, uh. the one who does even the ones in UN. You know, you know, UN <laughs> environment something. Mm. The neighbors. <laughs> oh, is a lie. There's you also there's also one in Nyeri. Yeah, Wangari Mata has been honored. Yeah. No, but these are statue. not like national statues. They're like not the big. Tall. Yeah. yeah like somebody the who probably felt she like had an impact and made it in Nyeri. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and like we right, need it in the city. Right now, if we say like a woman, which, which woman would you like to be sculptured? Um. <laughs> a woman <laughs> whom you see inspires. Who's alive now? Alive, yeah, alive or dead. I don't know, Kenya. Let's I think the biggest Kenya. is, Let's is, is her. Uh, Second to her, who? Menes Wangare Madai. I feel like there's so many women in history during the Okina. No, I leave the political history. Oh, Mekatilili Wamenza. Yeah, they, they, they played a role. Yeah. And yeah. 
maybe maybe yeah. her yeah mekatalilia and even the women in mama women they were very good yeah. you need yeah. a sculpture of the mama i think maybe woman. the issue is maybe there are no pictures i don't know and the so history no, about them is can't give an, art, an, mm. an artist's money and they'll make if they made the last the last supper painting if, if somebody imagines jesus the last thing we can't pi- imagine no people didn't imagine jesus paul and painting jesus you know original yeah. of jesus paint black. it's inaccurate it's Galileo black even paint he did a sculpture of moses oh oh yeah but there's no way they know how moses looked <laughs> uh, yeah but it's nice when when you know it's accurate you know that's yeah. where uh, you said the cold what again the the word you used right now for They had sculptures. Oh, placemaking. <laughs> placemaking. Oh, placemaking. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. Why are the architects on this? Placemaking and all this. The, it's mostly a planning endeavor and not really architects. Architects, the only placemaking you'll do is you get a building and you have a good budget and you try as much as possible to capture the, you know, the character of the the owners of that building and the environment. And you just find a way to make that building stand out and in a way you create a monument through the building but in terms of deciding where in town are we going to have like which sculpture what's it going to be of that's more of planning yeah. Steve did you hear Victor's words capturing the <laughs> the what capturing the <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this the exact is the word. headache we go through when you're working out to be cute. <laughs> we are capturing the character of the client. You're like, why is this yeah, building because, dancing? Yes, it's because... I like am for trying example, to get a regular figure here and just do my no, rectangle. But area. let me tell you, no, but if everyone was to have uh, just a regular shaped building, how, how, would, how would the world look? No, how boring would it be? It's a light you know. note on how much work you guys give us when you're making videos. As much as for Carol, let me tell you, these are the bad guys. As much as for Carol, it's a light note. Me, I just think that. You see, I think there's a part where education for architects stops. Yeah, and they and start expressing themselves. Imagination. But yes. I'm, I'm sure that's why I went yes. to school. Yes. Everyone can express himself in a drawing. Yes. The structures guy will have yes. it hard. I'm just saying, <laughs> you should not express yourself in your drawing. No, you should. You become should. professional. Ah, no, come on, Steve. This is what I don't like about engineers. They think it's just about something functioning. But you know, there's... <laughs> There's more to a building than just space in which people can sit inside and and live. Uh, let me give you, let me, let me, let me give you. you don't like about a kitchen. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, a simple example of an architect expressing himself. Mm. Go to city market. Yes. You've seen. Have mm-hmm. ever looked of when when, when you enter city market, the big roof. It yeah. has a big roof. Why? Mm. Expression. <laughs> the guy expressed himself. He died. <laughs> <laughs> Professionally, uh, the building exists more than you exist. Uh, Just make something that functions. Let me tell you. So you have to balance. <laughs> As an architect, when you when you approach the brief, you have to you have to balance very many things. Function, let me tell you the truth, Steve, today. Function, Function is, is just thing. one. No, no, no. I've, I haven't said it's the least important, <laughs> but it's just one of the things. But you can't say expression is is not important. It's like for people, everyone has their own spirit and the way they think and their own personality, and that's what creating something should be. It so shouldn't be everything is just created the same. So everything should be unique. I have to a suggestion. Own. Yes. 
please make uh, the mm. effect match the client's budget because yeah. <laughs> that's what I said when you have good budget. No, listen, we are yes. having trouble here. Yes. The architect expressed the client's wants and everything. Yes. And the client wants this house to be 10 name. You're looking yeah. at them, you're like, I'm not the one who designed okay. this. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, we are going into another discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we are going to another, another discussion. Now let me, we normally have a lot of, now, like, where I work, you know, it's 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 full design build and we also have in-house, like, um, QSs. So there's always that challenge because a client will come mm-hmm. and then many of them, especially the really ambitious clients, yeah. They won't tell you their budget right off the bat. They'll be like, no, 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 you be creative. This is what I want. This is the dream I have. Then, you know, you'll try and say, okay, do you have a budget? Do you have a budget? And they'll push back. Because most clients, they want to get the best. You know, they want to think of budget, badai. So now you, you'll do that thing. You'll come up <laughs> with your first proposal. You'll fly. You'll fly. And then now when the cost is done, that's when reality hits. It's In fact, true. sometimes, you know what normally happens is the first time you send them a BQ, they go quiet no. for months. They don't even return your call. <laughs> they don't even respond to that email. You see, when you're sending plans, they're always quick. You'll send a plan at 5 p.m. with renders. Mm-hmm. And by 7 p.m., we may put a response. They're very you know, 10 paragraphs. <laughs> this is very nice. Can we try this? Can we try this? You say, fine, let's do it. Let's do it. When you come now to cost, the BQ is done. You send it to them. One year kabla. <laughs> you know, you can do 10 uh, BQs for one project. Uh, the client started with a lion. Uh, kidogo, kidogo, it was a wild cat. Uh, kidogo, initially, <laughs> <laughs> you a kitten. <laughs> because they were so ambitious. They wanted mm. this grand idea. Mm. Uh, it, and then we are getting into oh, a yeah. totally different. We should have a day for that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that big one. Yeah. We, should, we just have a day where we try to tell architects to stop being artists. So the other, the, the other lazy architects are my favorite. <laughs> 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 many copy paste, there are many So we, we mm. proceed, we finish with the sculptures. Now mm. we go to the precious stones. Mm. This will come out as first, mm. you eh, we'll finish with that because that will mm. be a longer dis- discussion. Mm. Let us put what was on the headlines first. Mm. So there was this Tanzanian, mm. a small-scale miner last week, but one. Mm. He became a millionaire overnight. Mm. Yeah. Tanzanian miner becomes overnight millionaire. He came across one of the largest. You think Tanzania has become a, a, a Tanzanian has become an overnight millionaire after selling two rough Tanzanite stones. The biggest ever found. The guy earned 2.5 million pounds from the from government. The spot. From the spot. Do you think mm. it was enough? Mm. Compare mm. how much this stone is going to sell mm. out of that country. Mm. No, let. Oh, yeah. Well, this if is, the this compensation is, is fair. This is an exciting story. Yeah? Mm. You excited. The headline is super, super, <laughs> super. <laughs> you excited. This guy, man, became a millionaire. But my question is, mm. I don't want to dampen his spirit. Mm. <laughs> 2.4 million pounds. Mm. I hear David Beckham's house is 24, 20 or 24 million pounds. Mm. He has a mansion of 24 million pounds. Mm. Whatever this guy was given, mm. it, is, it, is, it is not what this stone is going to fetch. Of course there. it's not what it's going to fetch. Why? So, okay, so now you, you find a stone in your head. And then someone comes and offers you 2.4 m, 2.4 m 
pounds. Mm. You're going to say no because it's not worth it. What will you do with the stone? You don't have the resources to monetize it. It's just Being it's a problem, rock it's the to you. Uh. And it's the government that you've mm. put so much uh, responsibility to do a BCD for you, mm. to bring these laws and laws and laws for you. Mm. Then it comes and Ah, you can't. You can't. Oh, you can't go negotiating for a lot when you can't use. You, you. So he didn't have like a lot of negotiating. <laughs> what can you do with that stone? Besides thirty children. What can you do with that? Stone? <laughs> mm. Mm. You see, the government has the resources to convert it into something valuable yeah, and, yeah, and usable. Yeah, yeah. But him, he doesn't. He just stumbled upon. He's won the jackpot. You take the money and run. <laughs> yeah. It's the same way with coffee. Mm. Coffee farmers can't can't get the same as the person who sells the final refined product. Exactly. So I yeah. feel like it's enough. I mean, mm. uh, if as long as he doesn't m- have the means to get the end product, mm. it's okay for. It has stages ha- it needs to go through. Yeah. So it's like getting crude oil and wanting to sell it the same way petroleum is being sold. You, you get can't. you can't mm. get because mm. you do not have the means to refine it to the end product. So, so I think so I'll try and enlighten you before we continue. I'll try to enlighten oh, I was I feel love. You you know better than me, but now I feel love enlightened <laughs> is the division of labor. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is the power of demand and supply. Mm. Who did the most work? The government is going to do the most work. Who did the most work? The guy who got the largest dance night ever. Mm. But it was or the guy who came and gave him 2.4 million pounds. Division of labor. Mm. You see, once the government does not respect labor, mm. it's over. That means the government does not respect the guy's hard work. It tells you, go work hard. You'll get this and this. Then in the end of the day, you work hard, you bring the biggest Tanzanites, then your labor is nothing. There are no labor laws. There are no, there is nothing. But it's the subtle it's reality. Very sad. It's Ca- the, sad the casual reality. liberal will never be on top of the food chain. We just have to agree. It's always the Why? skilled Because person. of corruption. No, because that is the way it's set up. Like mind mind work is more valued than hard work. It's right. it's true because many people can do physical labor. Yeah, physical but labor. But mental labor is get even one tons of it come with it today. Yeah. It was by chance. If you pick it up in your yard, by Steve. chance, you pick two stones by chance. The first one was luck. The second one. <laughs> well, you when you find the first one, you keep digging. Yeah. Steve, Bana, eh? it is hard work. And it has paid off. He's gotten much more than he's gotten all his life. Yeah, I think that one will have to just think of it as labor. <laughs> and just think of it. As you, it's not right. Somebody is being, <laughs> is being hurt. So what you do rather they do? They go refine it and then come give yeah, him the. They, they the give cash. him the, the refined whatever. That is charity. Mm, that's that's too much. That's too much. It. It's a Who did the most work? They are going to do the most work. No way. Hey, you get mm. a finished stone. You go chop it on machines and. Can he do it? As long as the highest market. As long as he can't do it, then go tell them to, to get the the largest two stones. Who did the most work? You even know the guy who did the most work is this guy. Let me ask you a question. Is this guy who did the most work? Who does the most work? The engineer who designs or the guy who labors from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. He does the the, the same job. The most work. He does the most work. The guy who did the Korogans on site. The guy who does the most work. Exactly. He's the Koroga guy. So why would you expect him to make more? Because that... But you see, the system has... 
Messed him up, man. It's not the system. <laughs> it's not the system. <laughs> you know, that's how it works. Steve, Steve, you don't get compensated <laughs> for, for, for the hard amount work. of effort. You get compensated for the value of what you do. Because of what? Because you, as the engineer sitting there, the number of hours you've spent in school and the expertise Education. you have is limited. Is limited to a few people. What on your neza koroga ni wengi. Even you, if you decide not to koroga as an engineer, you can do it. But he can't the do it. The koroga person can't do it. So, so, yeah. so it's yeah. the value of the work you do, not how sadly it's not how hard you are. And I think that is why mm. coming from your thought of of line, when you feel you're educated and empowered, mm. that is why you find most educated people are the ones who trample all labor laws. Because you think you did the most work. You didn't do the most work. That is the reality. But the value of your work is the highest. The There's no value. That's just something you have to <laughs> step on labor laws. Now, finally, yes. something that will just make us finish this podcast on a very agreeable or disagreeable <laughs> term mm. is about precious stones. Yes. So, we use an, an engagement. Engagement ring. Why do you put a stone on somebody's finger to show you're engaged? <laughs> no. Uh, it's so the symbol. It's not the stone. It is whatever it symbolizes. Have, have you ever heard the phrase, diamonds are forever? <laughs> <laughs> so see, even the love which you share with that person, you're giving It's going to be forever. You're telling them. No, no not that. It's, it's, we don't know if it's going to be forever, but that's what you're you telling hope. them. Uh, when you're giving them that ring, you're telling them. So, so it's okay to wear a stone on the finger, mm. but it's okay. It's not okay to walk with a stone on your neck or on your earrings. Well, people still on do your that. Ears you, when you're working, you can. So, if the president today comes and uh, he uh, has stones on the ears, how will you feel? It's a cultural thing. It's just that. Yeah, it's first. a cultural thing. Yes. Yeah. There's no right and wrong. In yeah. It. Agreed. True. Yeah. Agreed. You wanted to bash us yeah. on that one. No, we agree with you. Thank you very much. Uh, Jingana today has been... We are trying to do something new. I was trying to... For you to listen to how we interact in the construction in- industry as engineers, architects, construction managers, in daily issues that affect us, social issues, infrastructure issues, and projects. That's, oh, that's our take for today. And I hope you keep listening to us. You have so much stories. You have so much opinions. You're just like any other citizen here who is empowered and enlightened and wants to make a change in this country. Putting words from uh, Victor and Carol. Maybe start with... Ladies first. Ladies first. Who said lady? Ladies <laughs> first. But men before. <laughs> uh, anyway, today has been good. Yeah. I feel like uh, we're slowly getting to the conversations that need to be talked about. And I hope for better conversations in future, I think. Uh, yeah, a lot of controversy today, especially in the <laughs> beginning. But... Uh, Overall, we've enjoyed the subjects. Mm, looking forward to another big topic, yeah. hopefully in the near future. What can you tell? Mm. I think uh, you just need to to think the way you've been thinking, and mm. it's okay to differ in an in opinion, and it's all. That's what Jengana is all about. Mm. Thank you very much for listening. 
Hope we see you next time. Hope you listen to us. And we hope you subscribe. And you log in to www.acute.co.ke for more other podcasts. Thank you very much. <laughs>